It's July 8th, 2022, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Cottonor. Our top story today, former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe died after being shot at a campaign event earlier this morning. Abe was stumping for a fellow politician from the ruling Liberal Democratic Party in Nara, near Osaka, on Friday morning when a gunman, wielding what police described as a homemade weapon, fired two shots. Abe sustained injuries to his neck and chest, police sources told Japanese media, and was rushed to the hospital in critical condition. Abe was the youngest person to become prime minister of post-war Japan and became its longest-serving prime minister as well. The police have a suspect in custody. In Ukraine, a Ukrainian energy ministry source told Reuters that Ukraine opposes Canada handing over a turbine to Russia's state-controlled Gazprom for natural gas supplies to Germany as the move would contravene sanctions on Russia. Gazprom cut the capacity along the Nord Stream 1 pipeline to just 40% of usual levels last month, citing the delayed return of equipment being serviced by Germany's Siemens Energy in Canada. A decision to return the turbine had already been taken, a source familiar with the issue said, adding that Canada and Germany do not want the turbine to be an excuse for Russia to cut gas supplies going through the Nord Stream 1 pipeline. Read this exclusive story in Reuters. A looming hunger catastrophe is set to explode over the next two years, creating the risk of unprecedented global political pressure. The executive director of the UN World Food Program has warned. The number of people classed as acutely food insecure by the UN before the COVID crisis was 130 million. But after COVID, this number rose to 276 million. Executive Director Beasley says the number has increased to 345 million due to the Ukraine crisis and a staggering 50 million people in 45 countries are now just one step away from famine. If you want more information about this crisis, Zoe Weinberg and I spoke with Izzy Ernst from the World Food Program about the issue last week on Next in Foreign Policy. U.S. basketball player Brittany Griner has pleaded guilty to drug charges in a Russian court, but has denied deliberately breaking the law. The Olympic gold medalist was detained in February at an airport near Moscow when cannabis oil vape cartridges were allegedly found in her luggage. Cannabis oil is illegal in Russia, but her high-profile arrest came a week before Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Relations between the United States and Russia are in a perilous state, and it took several months before the Biden administration made her case a priority. A U.S. National Security Council spokeswoman said on Thursday she was wrongfully detained by Russia under intolerable circumstances. Elsewhere, Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, announced on Thursday that he would be stepping down as leader of the ruling Conservatives in the face of a torrent of resignations by ministers and mounting pressure from within the party. 
Johnson is the third conservative leader to have been forced out of office by his own party in the last seven years. David Cameron resigned after calling and then losing the referendum on the question of the UK's membership of the EU, while Theresa May stepped aside after three years of trying and failing to pull Britain out of the EU after the Brexit vote. A contest to select a new leader, who will become Prime Minister, could be concluded as soon as two weeks from now. Brazil faces potentially dangerous unrest around the country's upcoming presidential vote, a senior elections official has warned. Superior Electoral Court Minister Edson Fachin said that the next elections run a risk of unrest more severe than the January 6, 2021 insurrection when rioters violently stormed the U.S. Capitol, fueled by the false belief that the 2020 election had been stolen. He described several steps the Electoral Commission has taken to improve transparency and legitimacy in the vote, which will take place electronically and in person at voting centers. The Organization of American States has agreed to be an observer in the Brazilian elections, he said. Deeply divided top diplomats from the world's richest and largest developing nations struggled to find common ground this morning over Russia's war in Ukraine and how to deal with its global impacts. The G20 summit marked the first time since Russia's war in Ukraine that U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov have been in the same room at the same time. The meeting opened only hours after British Prime Minister Boris Johnson announced his resignation, prompting his Foreign Minister Liz Truss to depart, and was just underway when former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe was shot. U.S. officials say it was less important for the G20 to present a unified stance as an entity than it would be for smaller blocks of countries and individual nations to speak out and take action. Mexico's anti-money laundering agency said Thursday it had accused ex-president Enrique Peña Nieto of handling millions of dollars in possibly illegal funds. It marks the first formal legal accusations against Peña Nieto, despite a cloud of allegations about corruption during his 2012 to 2018 administration. President Andres Manuel López Obrador made rooting out corruption the main theme of his presidency, but hadn't yet moved against any of his predecessors. On Thursday, Peña Nieto wrote in his Twitter account, that his money was legally obtained. Quote, I am certain that the appropriate authorities will allow me to clear up any questions about my holdings and to prove their legality through legal channels. The former president wrote, I have confidence in legal institutions. In lighter news, the superhero costume worn by George Clooney in 1997's Batman and Robin is up for auction and it comes with a hyper-realistic Clooney mannequin. Heritage Auctions said the Batsuit, made famous by the Joel Schumacher film and infamous for the exaggerated nipples featured on the body armor, will be sold as part of its Hollywood and Entertainment Signature Auction, scheduled for July 22nd and 23rd. 
The listing states the suit has been assembled on a life-size posable mannequin with hyper-realistic George Clooney head with prosthetic-grade false eyes. That's all the news we have for this week. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at daily at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. This weekend, Chris and I will talk to Akil Berry, who is the Director of South Asia Initiatives at the Asia Society Policy Institute. Go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in our show notes to read our sources. And tune in to Deep State Radio to hear David Rothkoff talk with Barb McQuaid and Steve Vladek about the latest legal news surrounding Donald Trump. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.